All right, welcome back in here on the Blitz 1170. We are streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app, and uh, for the first time in a while here in the afternoons, because the morning show has been hogging him. I have to have a strong talking to Rick Corey uh, because we need to share Eric Conkle more here in the afternoon here on the Blitz 1170 as he joins us now, getting ready for a big game tomorrow night uh, there over at the Reynolds Center with Wichita State coming into uh, the Reynolds Center. Coach, what's going on this afternoon, man? How are you doing? Yeah, doing great. How are you doing over there? Doing well, man. Doing really well. Probably not as well as you guys after what was a incredible performance for the most part all the way through, and then it got a little hairy there at the end. I I see why, I see why you guys grow gray hairs at an alarming rate, coach. Especially with what like the final minute plus of that Rice game, which was just wild. But it gets to something that we've talked about a lot here on the afternoons, which is teams having to learn how to win learning how to win in not only different environments away from home, but in just a, a different set of settings. And that is one that was rather unique with the way that they had a mad dash to try to close things out. Well, you're right. And that's, and that's all a part of that learning process. And we've got four freshmen on our team when there's only six freshmen in the entire league playing more than 10 minutes a game, we've got four of them. And with that type of youth, you learning through, all the different types of things that can happen at this level and particularly against a rice team. And you've got to give credit to them in their ability to shoot the three and keep the game going. But teams at this level just are rarely ever fully out of it. And leads can be erased in just a split second. And we thankfully get to learn from a win, but a lot of things to learn from just on how to extend a lead, how to keep a lead, how to finish a game. I, I could be completely wrong on this, but when I go back and, and see uh, the final moments of that game, it's like you play so well, but the little things add up, right, Coach? Just little mistakes here and there. And I know that you're, you're big on details, and details absolutely matter. Do you throw what happened towards the end of that game into the details category of making sure, hey, we've got to do everything right in order to take that next step? Oh, for sure. And, and what we did the next day and. Uh, we came back late, late Saturday night. Sunday was off for the team. And then Monday in our film session, we reviewed the last moments of the game and just talking about, one, the ability of taking care of the basketball. We turned it over with about a minute 15 left. Of course, there's some free throws that we missed. But even take those things out, just the the attention, the urgency of how we want to be able to understand time and score, position on the floor of, trying to take away threes, all that type of stuff. And, um, and then also be able to stay poised in the moment of who's taking the ball out of bounds and where to reset and just have a calm about us because we wanted to win badly, of course, and we just got to be able to stay connected and execute. So what can a win like that do for you, Coach, to get your first road victory in conference? Well, I think it can do a lot for this group. And, of course, we've got 11 new guys and everything is being experienced together for the first time. But you, you gain confidence from, from doing hard things. And it's hard to win on the road. It's hard to win, period. And so being able to learn and understand why things worked, be able to learn and understand why some things don't work, that's always an ongoing process. And we had a lot of things go right. We did a lot of things well, and now we just got to be able to repeat it even more consistently. How much fun is this group to coach for you? Oh, I'm having a great time with these guys. I mean, there's a a youthful enthusiasm. 
of figuring things out. There's also <laughs> a um, uh, a potential in this group because they are young, and we're getting better. You can feel it. And it doesn't always turn into a win. We've had some close losses, but each and every day we just feel like, all right, we're getting the we're getting the very best from these guys. You can only get better from that. And so our whole mission is just to keep trying to get a little bit better each day and a couple little things and just let it multiply. When you have the opportunity to kind of reflect on on PJ and what he's been able to accomplish so far, What's the next step for him? Because you start to see little bits and pieces of it. Uh, you know, Rice, I thought, did a really good job of being able to negate some of his scoring. But there he is making the proper plays. He's he's getting his teammates involved. Several assists that were key for you guys in the first half. Uh, are those the type of things in order for him to take that next step? And it's crazy, Coach, that we're talking about this with a, with a kid that is as young as he is. But that's kind of the level and the bar that he's set for himself in a way. Well, you're exactly right. And, and I thought we saw tremendous growth on Saturday. And, and this is the reason why. I mean, he's, he's leading us in scoring. He's very aggressive. Uh, we need him to score. And he's playing in front of his hometown fans. We had a lot of different people there from not just his family, but the three other guys from Houston, Jerry Garcia, Tayshawn Archie, and Desai McWright. But he held scoreless until the last two seconds of the first half. And he was not rattled. Uh, they were really trying to bottle him up, and he was making all different types of assisted plays to his teammates, which then in turn opened things up for him in the second half. And I, I thought that showed great maturity and poise, not just in the moment of the game, but doing it in front of fa- friends and family, his high school team, all those types of things. So I think that's really just continuing to be the next step for him is be that guy that's continue to create for himself, create for others, because people are going to try to do everything they can to limit his opportunities to soar. I thought uh, Kobe Williams had an incredible game, not just his 19 points, but even in combination with, uh, with Haggerty and how they, how well they played off of each other. Um, His, his game was uh, at a, at a level on Saturday that was really exciting to see. Yeah, I, I agree. And, they're such a great compliment because of their differences. You know, one's taller, one's uh, faster. Um, They're they're just, there's different players, but they're really good together. And when those two guys are hitting on all cylinders and that's what we need, uh, I think we can be really good. And so I, I thought from Kobe, he's always been a guy that you can count on to give great effort. He's, he's, he rarely pumps the brakes. That's always something that we work on. But defensively, I thought he did a really good job on on their best offensive player on the perimeter. And then he did a really good job of playmaking. And what was so nice to see was Kobe did a good bit of scoring in the first half with P.J. making plays. Um, And then it reversed in the second half a good bit. And so just those guys are really gaining a comfort and a a, a connection together. And we just got to keep developing that. Where are you as Eric Conkle joins us here on the Blitz 1170 overall with uh, your level of, of defense that you're playing now, uh, even outside of Saturday, because Saturday, I mean, you guys were, were pretty unbelievable uh, in points per possession, but uh, overall your thoughts, where you're at defensively here on the 30th of January. Well, we're still a work in progress. I thought, I thought that we were, um, we've had some nice moments 
when people have adjusted and done some different things, we've got to be able to be quicker to recognize those situations. And that comes from communication. It comes from anticipation. And we also have a saying that sometimes it's better to be strong and wrong than weak and right. So (laughs) don't spend all your time trying to figure it out. Just make a play, commit to it, and and let's go as aggressively as possible. And so we're, we're still working on that, but I thought we took a jump for most of the game on Saturday. We didn't finish properly, but I, I feel like we, we've got the capability. We just got to keep we just got to keep chipping away at it. Wichita State, who's uh, in town tomorrow, is one of those teams that their record doesn't probably reflect on how how well that they play. But uh, you had better make sure that your defensive intensity is up to a certain level because they're the type of team that takes advantage of it with their style of play. They really do. And they're a team that you look at them, they're really, really good scoring in the paint. In fact, in, in conference play among all 14 American teams, they're number one in their points distribution coming from two-point baskets. They, they get to the paint relentlessly. And not just as a function of their offense, but once that shot goes up, they're crashing hard. And that's been something that we've got to continue to address is getting better on the defensive glass. But they get fouled. Uh, they get to the free throw line, and, and then they'll even try to rebound that. But we've got to be able to address the two-point field goal, and then we just can't let them get e- those easy, easy baskets in transition. Life in the American never ceases to amaze me, Coach. Um, no matter, you know, uh, the changes that happen within the conference, uh, you have got to be ready night in, night out in this conference. I mean, just look at Wichita's uh, went over SMU and what happened in that instance. Uh, and for, for having a young team, life can come at you pretty quickly in this conference, can it? It really can. You know, I, I know that there was some talk about, um, you know, the three teams that left our league and then we brought in six teams and those, those teams are doing well. And I mean, there is such parity in this league and you see across the scores every night of, no, I, that was a closer game or that team won. And, and it's, it's happening all the time. Now it's happening a lot in college basketball, but I think in our league home games are so important. You got to be able to take care of your home court because going on the road, boy, is it a challenge. And we just got to be ready each and every single night. We've seen how much of a difference that the Reynolds Center can make when everyone is is in the house and loud and active. And I know that you'd like to have that tomorrow against Wichita in, in a time in, in collegiate sports, Coach, where we might be losing a few rivalries here or there. It's great to have this one back on a, on a yearly basis because it's always so much fun when Wichita comes in. It's a great, great game. And I, I think it's what makes college sports so much fun. And you think about your favorite teams and it could be college. It could be professional. And you think about those games that have lasted a lifetime and you're right with a lot of conference realignment, you lose some of those, but this is one that we've got. And this is the longest standing rivalry that we've had. Um, we've played this game so many times, not just here in the American uh, many, many years before in the Missouri Valley. When I was a GA here in 2000, 2001, uh, we played a non-conference game with Wichita State when we were in the WAC and they were in the Missouri Valley. So they're right up the road. This is a great one. I know they'll bring some fans. I, I've heard a lot of buzz around town of people here in the community that are, are planning on coming. So we're, we're just continually trying to 
grow and, and build um, our brand back here in the city and become in the city's team. And these are those types of games that people like to come to. So everybody listening, come on out and be a part of it tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Coach, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for taking a few moments to come on with us here on the Blitz in the afternoons. Good luck at practice, and uh, can't wait to see uh, you guys back at home coming up tomorrow night. Well, thanks so much for having me, and, and you talk to Rick and get me on anytime in the afternoon, all right? I, I will. I'm going to make it a point that we were going to have you on more in the afternoon for sure, Coach. Appreciate you, man. You got it. Appreciate you. That is Eric Conkle joining us here on the Blitz 1170. Streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app as Tulsa gets set for Wichita State. That is a 6 o'clock start tomorrow on our sister station, Big Country 99.5. Pre-game at 5.30. But, as Coach said, I, uh, Bruce is going to get really mad at me for saying this. Don't listen to it on the radio. Go to the game. Go hang out in the Reynolds Center. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back with more next. I'm kidding, Bruce. Here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live. Listen to it inside the arena for crying out loud on the Blitz 1170 app. Well, not the Tulsa basketball game, but our show.